1: Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more.
2: I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
3: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
4: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica
5: So you ever read an entire book and not really get what it's about? I bring that up for no real reason, because this week on Popcorn Book Club, we're taking in some screen time with the film adaptation of Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca. Last week, we talked about Alfred Hitchcock's 1940 film, and now we're moving on to the brand new Netflix version we have some notes like it turned into a caper in the third act and you're like well, she
6: just oceans eight like this entire like, last half of this movie it didn't make i was like
5: what are you trying to do
7: that's offensive and, to, to oceans like... eight oceans eight is a masterpiece
5: welcome back to popcorn book club dana schwartz here joined as always by karama dankwa tian tran melissa hunter and jennifer wright today we are continuing our uh Rebecca discourse. I was trying to combine those words for a second in my head before I said it and then <laughs> bailed immediately. Rebecca course?
7: Uh, no, that's Rebecca bad Rebecca
5: course. That's mm. not bad. We're we'll continuing our conversation about Rebecca and the adaptations there within, this time focusing on the 2020 Netflix adaptation that was literally just released the day before we're recording this. Starring Lily James and Army Hammer. Before, no judgment to everyone involved because it did just release yesterday. Did we all get a chance to watch it? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh,
8: yeah. Oh,
5: baby. Um, yeah. Is everyone ready to have a party where we slowly chant Rebecca oh, God. <laughs> and burn, burn subtext in the fires of Mandarin?
2: Oh, what a choice. Uh, Okay, so first of all, we should say that if you worked on this, um I'm sure you worked really hard, and it's really hard to get nothing made, and yes. you, the costumes were beautiful, and you should be yes. proud of yourself, and I bet your mom is proud of you, too. Yes,
8: yes.
6: And, so Justin, and Kristen Scott Thomas, you are a treasure. Uh, just Incredible.
2: Yeah.
7: Just make Costume like
5: designer yeah. Julian Day, you killed it, you did a killed great gorgeous. job, that had some so good beautiful. threads. Yeah. Screenwriter Jane Goldman, I've really enjoyed a lot of her work before. She wrote the screenplay on Stardust, and and these are a a lot
9: of caveats. (laughs) So now (laughs) that we've said
5: that, (laughs) it's really hard to make something good. I know. It's hard to make anything. It's
2: hard to get anything
9: made. That said, it's incredible that anything is ever good, honestly. That a movie or television show is ever good is an actual miracle. That.
6: Is really real. Thinking about all the people that have to touch it and that everyone that like true. all the yeah. gatekeepers. That is so real.
8: Mm-hmm. So we thought uh, it was that, bad. In case you we all hated it. <laughs> wow, we
6: really did. I I laughed the whole time. I had a I had a great time.
9: It was, it was amazing. I did, I did have, have a put... manderly ball with it. You know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't think... realize how bad it was until the ball scene. I was like, well, this is not gripping me. I am very bored. But, like, the costumes are nice and enjoying, like, all of this, you know, English countryside. And then they get to the fall scene, where everybody mm-hmm. in costume gathers around her for no apparent reason that I can understand. I don't think she's on, like, a hallucinogenic trip, although it feels that way. And they all just scream Rebecca's
8: name over it, it and over, it also, like you do at
9: it felt like a, a non-commitment to a surreal scene. Like yes. they're like, dip, like it's someone who tries to do like it almost feels like you're at a ball and there's like a circle and there's a dance circle and you go in the middle and you start to do like some kind of weird dance and then you immediately bail. You know, that's what the, the whole sequence felt like.
7: It yeah. felt to me like it was an internal ex- expression of what was what she felt was going on at the yes. party because she had shown up in the wrong dress, like the wrong dress. Yeah. And she's like, everybody's thinking about Rebecca. Everybody wishes I was Rebecca. This is what it feels like. But it wasn't clear. It, was, it
2: wasn't clear. It I don't it she was should have gone down in her nightgown but, afterwards. But also... A horrible <laughs> dress that <laughs> she ends up going down Yeah, and- yeah the worst dress.
5: But also, <laughs> even if that was her fan, I mean, it was her fantasy, yeah. like her nightmare... You can be a little more subtle, <laughs> yes. than just people chanting Rebecca or, they could just
9: subtle <laughs> or just go hog wild and have that whole sequence be this surreal nightmare, like pick a side yes. yeah director yeah, my overall review of this movie is that it felt like a two hour Dior perfume commercial. <gasps> Yes! Oh, yeah! That is like, good. With these like gorgeous models and in beautiful costumes in this beautiful house, mm-hmm. and uh, that's
2: it. Yeah, well, I, I started watching it. near are the same age. I kept watching yeah. it, and I was yeah. like, what a yeah. yeah. nice romance between this age appropriate couple that's just obviously <laughs> attracted to each other because they're comparable <laughs> levels of attractiveness.
5: That, you know. Karama, you had brought up before your ideas with the the prologue and, like, how mm-hmm. it affects the book. I will say this movie's problem to me it was, was everything? like you said, yes. <laughs> but for the first, the ending is a nightmare, and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, we get the prologue, mm-hmm. but there's no tension. There, what's, what's scary about the prologue and, like, even the scene of them in the hotel is, like, that's their prison cell. That's mm-hmm. their punishment mm-hmm. for killing this woman and getting away from it. They live now in shitty hotels being boring with each other. Mm-hmm. And there's like a sense of dread. And so you go into this fantasy knowing that there's a sense of dread that something's gonna go wrong and they're gonna be trapped together. But this, we don't get that. And so it's like here's a pretty girl and she meets a handsome guy who's nice to her, and they have a really nice romantic time on the beach. I mean He's medium nice. He's nicer. than so much nicer then than the book. So much nicer than Laurence Olivier. And like they make him charming on mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. And there's no tension. And like she's immediately okay standing up to Missus Danvers and like being outspoken. Like. There's no dread. It's just like you said, like Melissa like a perfume ad. It's just like flat. Yeah.
6: I think its and- problem too is that it tried to do two like it tried to be two different movies. It tried to be like a weird rom-com cuz there's like a meet cute, she's clumsy, they mm-hmm. fall in love at the end. Um mm. and it also tried to be like this thriller. And then also then a detective movie at the end where she's like running through the doctor's <laughs> office trying to figure, like it turned into a caper in the third act and you're like, she just, Ocean's 8, like this entire like last half of this movie, it didn't make, I was like, what
9: are you trying to do?
6: That's
7: offensive to way. Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8 is a masterpiece.
9: But in- Ocean's okay, 8 is, is Ocean's
5: but. 8 all the way through, you know? Ocean's yeah. 8 commits to being Ocean's yes. 8. Yeah. yeah. I will say, the thing to me that felt, Wrong is by trying to make this movie like feminist girl power, like they were like, Oh, she won't be such a wallflower, like she'll have agency in the act They completely
2: act. get like, rid of the whole book, yes, yes, they
5: get yeah,
6: really
5: rid- really yeah. undo the whole book and also made it more sexist how is, by not yeah,
9: doing the yes. themes of the book. How, how yeah. is the book more feminist 80 years ago than this movie is?
5: Melissa, girl power is a girl sneaking into a doctor's office for her man. <laughs> yeah, no. Girl well, power is
6: getting to drive your convertible on the cliffs. As soon as she got in the driver's seat, he, I was like, this movie is totally different. If Maxim is giving her the keys to the car, like, yeah, come on, yeah. he loves
5: her because she's like a child and an innocent that hasn't been corrupted by the world. He doesn't want her driving the car. No. No, no um, he
9: wants her because he can control her because she's subdued, yeah. like Rebecca mm-hmm. was un- untamable.
2: Well, I think so much of the book is a- about um, whether or not women can maintain their identity in marriage. And uh, Rebecca can by floating all the rules about marriage. And Mrs. De Winter never even gets a name like she can't. She is completely a prisoner of her marriage.
7: I just have to say, I felt like at every turn, They completely shifted the female characters and made them somehow worse, uh, except for Mrs. Danvers. I feel like Mrs. Danvers (laughs) was the most consistent in terms of from the book to this film adaptation. Less gay, annoying, but still the most consistent. Like I felt like Mrs. Van Hopper in the book and even in the 1940s movie... She was an unpleasant person, but she was unpleasant in a normal
8: way. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yes. And yes. this movie was just like she
5: was literally a monster lady. Like it but, was oh. the book was the book was funny because she was unpleasant in a relatable way. Yeah. And the book is very funny because like people act in ways that people actually act. Mm-hmm. And this was like it it was like written as if an alien had never heard a joke before. Like, yeah, uh, Anne Dowd
9: in a different movie. I would have loved this performance that Anne Dowd gave because she was just eat, chewing up the furniture. It's like you you go go to eleven, Anne Dowd. Yeah. But then it's like then it's like oops, surprise! We 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 directed a completely different movie outside <laughs> of you. Yeah. Uh,
6: but I will say that I will watch. I would watch Anne Dowd have the flu for like an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> she was so funny being sick just like oh.
7: <laughs> i'm sorry Can what I... was she like
9: <laughs>
7: that, that drool that was
9: like the when they did the close-up of the drool i gasped
8: <laughs>
5: that's the like They're, light body horror <laughs> going <laughs> back to karama what you were saying about danvers i totally agree she was amazing What I didn't like that they made her do at the end is say all of the subtext in a monologue. Her monologue at the end was literally the chanting Rebecca of speeches where she's like, I had to burn it down. It was our place, yeah. mine and Rebecca's. That I care about. I couldn't let <laughs> you have it. It's like, just and you don't hurt. have to say it. Yeah, we are, are are jumping we know. Jumping off at the edge you know too. Need to commit suicide. No. I don't
2: see Danvers as being suicidal. Meaning. Me. but was she also weird.
9: could. You just you could have just seen that shot if that was the choice that I decided to make, and you could understand. Like you don't need to say a goddamn word.
7: <laughs> yeah, I didn't love the trying to convince her not to kill herself when all you've done is be at odds with each other. Like, Mrs. Yeah. DeWinter wants her to die. Like, I just,
6: I didn't yeah. buy it. Girl that. power! See, that's women what I helping was, women! The women helping women scene <laughs> felt very rom-com to me. They were like, here's yeah. a montage of party planning yeah. and we're on the same team. Can you believe <laughs> Oh my God, that was... Oh God.
7: <laughs> I um, actually kind of liked the party planning we're on the same page part. Because I knew that it was fake for Mrs. Danvers. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is like when Regina George says, oh, my gosh, I love that skirt. Where did you get it? And I just (laughs) knew that as soon as she turned her back, it was going to be like, that's the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. Why don't you jump off a balcony?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I have a question and I wasn't sure about this. And so I'm asking you as like smart TV writing people. They made a choice of change from the book that seems sort of minor, which is that danvers fed the dress idea through the servant and i was liked like that okay but here's the thing uh, the difference was it wasn't a servant in the book her servant just came to the house and she was brand new and so she wouldn't have seen rebecca at the party which is why when she's the only one who sees her in the dress she's like great you look great have fun at the party where this maid was there at the beginning, she was just like a chambermaid. Mm -hmm. So she knew that Rebecca had worn that dress and Danvers told her, and she was like, oh, I just, I thought you would like it. And she said that Mr. DeWinter would be so happy Lily James also seems
2: assertive enough that she should fire all these people the minute that
5: happened. She did <laughs> try
2: to fire
7: Danvers <laughs> in her defense. She was bad at it and failed.
5: Oh my God. Remember when she tries to fire Danvers and then Max got mad at her because he thought that she was having an affair with, J- with Jack? Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that, that Pavel yeah. stuff
8: was
9: so weird. Although I will say he was perfectly cast, Pavel. I, he was I great. thought that was exactly the right amount of like the in-between that we've been talking about in terms of the actor.
5: Thigh scene was sexy, but what didn't make sense, in real life, she would be, I think, too embarrassed to have said anything. Yes. Where in this, she can't be confident enough to fire Mrs. Danvers, but not confident enough to tell Jack, like, fuck off. And then why would Max ever think she's like hey a weird guy showed up at our property today oh to visit you no a person yeah, I it never made met. no <laughs>
8: sense it
6: made no sense the, Your question about Mrs Danvers in the movie making the choice to like manipulate uh, Mrs De Winter through the the maid I I see what you're saying because in the book to me, I'm like, Mrs. Danvers would handle her own shit. Like she wouldn't yeah. like delegate that manipulation to other people. Like I liked that in the book that like she is the one that she's do- she's the one doing the game face playing to face manipulation. face-to-face manipulation yeah
9: and I do it yeah j- just from a writing perspective and a you know Chris and Scott Thomas perspective you have this great actor and I think the reason why I was like what at the montage was it was such a flip as mm-hmm. opposed to you could have you could see Danvers like warm to uh Mrs. De Winter and say like are you having trouble with your costume? Like you could see the manipulation and just like you see in the book and you're like, don't do it. It's like saying like, don't go into the basement or whatever uh, in a horror movie. And you don't get that in this one. Mm-hmm. It just goes from them not liking each other to a montage where they're planning a party.
5: <laughs> yeah. It's like where someone, if someone is mean to you, but in like a dominant way, there is something sort of like weird and manipulative. Then they kind of like, give you a, a tidbit that you're like, oh, thank you. That's really helpful. Like, I wanted to see that relationship played out yeah. with its nuance. Karma has an health point.
7: But what I said, even in the last one, um, for 1940 Rebecca and for the book, why on earth would she trust Mrs. Danvers when she tells her to wear this costume? So for me, the reason it made sense for her to have her go through the maid, Clarice, was because... Clarice has no reason to lie or to not be friendly to Mrs. DeWinter. So that's what I liked about that because it was a tactic. She was like, look, she's Mm -hmm. already tried to fire me. She is like very sus right now. So if I do this through who's he, what's it? She might actually wear this and I can
6: get my revenge. For the movie, I think that makes sense because in the yes. book, yeah, because in the book, re- why can I keep calling her Rebecca? Mrs. DeWitt. I am the American audience Rebecca, that is like Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca, Rebecca. Um, because she doesn't try to. Fire, Mrs. Danvers at the beginning. Like, in the book, I love that Mrs. Danvers is such a slow burn, Mm -hmm. that there isn't anything egregiously a red flag for Mrs. DeWinter that it would make her feel untrustworthy. But in the... I mean, in this movie, they're just like... I
9: mean... Yeah, because it does feel like it could have been a more interesting relationship like the book, like you were saying, Karama, of the Regina George, who is so Mm -hmm. good at manipulating and is so good at like you're terrified of her. But then when she's nice to you and suggests you wear that top, you wear the top, you know, and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. what was missing in both movies, frankly. That's
7: fair. That's absolutely fair. And both movies were directed by men who generally don't find themselves in those similar manipulative relationships.
2: Mm-hmm. True. I do think that making Clarice does it uh, assumes that Clarice is dumb mm-hmm. to the point of being treacherous.
8: Mm-hmm. Um, I
2: think if she had any instinct towards self preservation, at least, she would question whether or not that was advice that she should pass along immediately to her employer, a person who can fire her immediately. I bought her as dumb. I bought her as okay. really dumb. Mm-hmm.
5: I
9: bought her <laughs> as dumb, too.
5: I kind of liked in the book the way that Danvers planted someone with her who had not been in the house before because mm-hmm. I think that that also sort of showed Danvers a sort of like mm-hmm. spider touch that she mm-hmm. knew like, okay, I'm not going to give her someone experienced who can like contradict me in anything, so I'm the only expert in the house mm-hmm. um, but I guess that is also very subtle and and maybe couldn't have been conveyed as visually but yeah i i I think by empowering. I'm putting that in quotes, like Lily James's character in like the most routine, like Hollywood notes way. They totally undermine the point of the book. Like she's not supposed to be confident. Mm -hmm. This is a weird, arbitrary space with weird, arbitrary rules where if you have not been raised in it, it is designed to make you feel inadequate. And that's why the turn in the book is so
9: powerful when she does like come into her power because it's not real it's her feeling like i am now on the team of this man he's she's now like complicit with this murderer and that's what gives her the power and that's why it's so
5: fucked up and and subversive you know she can only be she can only get her power like like jennifer said by like totally subsuming her identity to her husband yeah she is is just just an
9: accomplice (laughs) yes
5: it's a bad message
2: (laughs) You understand that you would help your husband get away with murder?
7: (laughs) No, I'm still not there. I will never be there. There is no person on earth that would be my partner that I would help get away with murder and definitely not a man. Okay, so now that that's been put aside, don't owe you an apology for that. We'll never apologize for that. What I do owe you an apology for is you were like, I think it's important that we never see Rebecca. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I want a dame named Rebecca. And then they they gave me the exact thing that I wanted. I was like, "Mm, I didn't like that one bit. No, I
6: didn't like that, at no, it. no, oh, Jamie, no. Yeah. Also, I hated like, it for her to be in a it. red dress. It's like, come on, can you be more predictable? Like, <laughs> yeah. perfume ad, perfume, bad.
7: perfume well, mad. Okay,
8: mm-hmm.
7: the vibe that I got was like, you know, how when in the You Belong With Me music video by Taylor Swift, the villain, like the girl that the boy is dating, is Taylor <laughs> Swift but with brown hair. And like, Ooh, and in
5: a red dress. Yeah.
7: At the at the. It gave pub. me very yeah. like mid mid career Taylor Swift vibes.
6: <laughs> you know what was more upsetting than seeing Rebecca is to seeing the like. Uh, Swarm of birds representing
2: her. Oh, I thought they were going to spell out an R. One, of, the, <laughs> one, one
9: of that was one of the three notes I had when I watched this. So I'm like, I wish <laughs> the birds spelled out an R.
2: <laughs>
7: it was not a subtle film. They
2: couldn't. it wouldn't have it, been like yes.
6: breaking with the rest of the movie. It might hang it well over the top of the have head. Spelled out R. I, was I that like birds. supposed to be an homage to?
5: the Hitchcock? birds yeah I like think what the so, hell is that but- which which Daphne du Maurier also oh, was, yeah.
7: you know, the birds. they were like okay. what if we just threw two Daphne's in one <laughs> throw some birds in there put in a oh. dame named Rebecca we got the whole shebang no yeah. but I love birds more than anyone else in this chat
8: um, but pro- yeah, I did not like I okay those
7: birds. birds I those yeah. birds I felt say- disrespected
5: those birds were not my least favorite part of the movie. Ooh, Out of everything about fun. this movie. <laughs> oh, what's everybody's least favorite yeah, yeah. part? Other ones, everybody's least favorite part. I'll go first and say my least favorite part was the action movie, 10 minutes, where she alone drives to the, <laughs> she's like, gotta find the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, second Mrs. Winter yeah. to Winter. Uh. I mean,
9: this might be obvious, but my least favorite part was the end. Specifically, can I read the last line because I paused it and rewound it to write it down because it made me so mad? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I can see the woman I am now, and I know that I've made the right decision to save the one thing that is worth walking through flames for. Love. No, oh. no, that's not the
2: book. That's the opposite of the book. Rebecca is dead because of this marriage thing. because she got shot in the face. Do you see <laughs> they say love? It
6: all. Oh my god! I mean, that's it's nice not even an ending. Question mark. It's, it's not even an ending for this weird movie that no. they put together. No, like, they didn't set that up at no. all.
9: I have to go real quick. Walk through flames for love. So let's take a break.
5: We're back with Popcorn Book Club.
6: Army Hammer as Maxim was the most boring thing I've ever seen. He's like a non-entity in this movie. Like when
7: he was not on screen, I forgot he existed. Yes, one hundred percent.
5: I have to say a thing that I said about Army Hammer before this movie came out. I told someone I said the words, "I feel as sorry for uh, Army Hammer as you can for a conventionally attractive." wealthy male movie star because Hollywood has been trying to make him a star and it just doesn't take. And then I watched this movie and I thought maybe he just doesn't have it. I I think it would have been a great Jack Favell. He's exactly who I imagined when I imagined Jack Favell being like a little, a little
2: puffy. Like yeah. was like unbelievably attractive ten years ago, but now like
6: he's a little bit
5: puffy and like Did maybe he, drinks a little bit too much.
6: He'd be perfect for that. Yeah. Did
5: he have a take on this character at all?
6: Stiff man.
5: I mean,
2: I like Army Hammer a lot. I I think I'm probably a bigger fan of Army Hammer than most he's people, great. I think
5: he's seems like a nice guy on he, on, on I thought Instagram. He was too he's very funny.
2: On um, sorry to bother you. I thought he was. Uh, oh, well, he was good on that. That. Really, you're right.
5: Really a good movie. There. A movie just has to use him right. Yeah. And I just yes. feel like they
2: kind of stripped all of the stuff
5: that makes Max DeWinter interesting out of this movie.
8: Yep.
2: They made him like right. a normal man who didn't seem like maybe he's a sociopath. He Probably like like I don't
7: controversial Army mm-hmm. Hammer take. <laughs> so I think that the problem is Army Hammer is too hot. Disagree. And no, 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 no. Hear me out. He's too conventionally attractive, too, quote-unquote, hot. And I think that he has, like, character actor energy in him because Sorry to Bother You is probably the closest he's ever come to, like, a character acting part. And that's where I think he shines the most in all the things I've seen him in. He's got that John Hamm energy. The James Marsden issue. The
6: James Marsden energy. The James Marsden problem. James Marsden is great.
5: But he's a really good character actor. That's the one. And that's he, that's he's best.
6: Westworld, right? Yeah. 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 I love James Marsden would die for I him. I love
5: James <laughs> Marsden, but I think that's his problem is that he's so conventionally handsome. People don't always see what, like, a good actor is. You know what? I am positive that
2: Arnie Hammer will do, like, an amazing HBO show five years from now. And, and uh, he'll have a lovely renaissance and it'll be a great movie. Also, called he's like
6: a the billionaire's billionaire
9: son. Yeah, <laughs>
6: yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll watch that.
9: I'll, I'll I watch him that. Did. He should be on Succession. That would be amazing. That, be would, be
5: amazing. that would be perfect. Wait, I can think I share he did my-
7: do well in The Man from Uncle. I think I heard good things about that, but I never he's saw it. Because I was Very like, is Uncle that. supposed to stand for something? I don't know. I'm confused and I'm not going to see it. <laughs>
5: he's... He's fun in projects that, like, use his energy, like, in a fun way. Mm-hmm. And this was just like, what if we don't? Yeah, he's and too yeah. hot.
9: Well, he's too hot. I mean, in the context of the script, could anybody be used well? And that's what I felt but, like yeah. with both her, him and Lily James, who I've seen both do good work, but that's why it felt like a perfume ad, because they just felt like pretty models that were just told to sort of it just all felt very stilted from the writing to the acting to the directing. Like, it was just, it felt like people just going through the motions of what a movie should be.
6: hmm Like, what you were saying about the fact that, like, everything that made Maxim... An active part of this original story is stripped away from the movie. And like the worst parts of him is that he sleepwalks to the West (laughs) Wing. Like that is supposed to be the spookiest part about this man
9: who who shot shot a woman woman and 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 his wife. Another loss I feel like in this movie and why I'm so mad about the take because it was such a lost opportunity to show an interesting modern take on an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. where like the outbursts that Maxim has in the book and the way she describes his like face changing it's like from one moment he's like just Maxim and the next moment he's she's a person he doesn't she doesn't recognize that feels like such an None of that was there. Like none Mm -hmm. of those like he was mad at the rocks and just walked away and was like piss pissy, but like not scary. And that's what you want. You want those moments of her being scared by him and then it goes away.
2: I think I mean, it also you... feeds into why she's attracted to him in the book. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want a murder daddy myself, but some I think it is recognizable himself. that some women want a murder daddy, and that is an archetype of man that mm-hmm. can be, like, very attractive, in part because they have these volatile mood swings, um, and that is God. It is Was just there... a nice relationship.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Was there even a second in the movie where you thought that he still loved Rebecca and was mourning her No. because he no. did not play that at all. He, you're, he has to play it in a way where like you believe that Lily James up until that point thinks that he's being cold because he misses his ex-wife and this movie totally didn't do that at mm-hmm. all. Not for a split second.
6: I have a question for the panel um, <laughs> that my least favorite moment in this movie also c- connects to that when they're on the beach and the romantic part is him taking little clumps of sand and putting <laughs> it on her shoulder. Did he spell out an M because she goes back and looks at it in the mirror? Was it a tanned I was very did confused he rent by. It. Her that's with what sand? I, That's what I'm asking. That's what I I, <laughs> I didn't I watched it I twice because I was like is that a f- is that a fucking M on her shoulder because why would I she I didn't get it? Okay. I, so I was,
5: I was just like, oh, that's a thing, I guess. Okay, I know she went she, back and looked and at, looked it, at yeah. it. That's why I was like, I didn't know what, did what he that was. Do. That makes sense. Again, a little heavy-handed, if that's what that is. Very heavy-handed. I like, like the
7: idea of a sand brand. Like, that sounds like a late-night, maybe like, a scene on tv product. Sand brand. When you want to mark something as yours, but you don't want it to be permanent or painful. Sand brand. But
6: I like that if that is what happened, that we didn't get to see the full scene. So Maxim is like, okay, just lay right here. I'm going to put a clump of m on you and then he's like don't move don't for move for hours. one hour at least
5: they
8: didn't for,
5: they didn't for a second make rebecca seem cool and like awesome and they didn't for a second make lily james seem lame enough where yeah. like that contrast is important and also when he confesses to the murder. To me, by this point, like, he doesn't say anything that in any way justifies it at all. Where at least, like, in the book, you, like, got his character and, like, what type of person he is. Where in this, with this character, you're like, what?! Yeah. You murdered a lady? Yeah, look, he seems like a very normal
2: man. Like, he seems like, and I think the normal human man reaction to your wife announcing that she's going to be non monogamous on your honeymoon is like, wow, we had a big miscommunication! I think we have to get a divorce. (laughs) Um, so yeah it makes no sense that he would respond by letting this go on for years and then shooting her and not just getting a divorce so okay they tried to make it make
7: sense they didn't make it make sense but they tried to make it make sense in that scene where they're in the car driving and he was saying oh i have no heirs and you know if i die My estate goes to my sister and, you know, I love her kids, Mm -hmm. but they're not de Winters. So the whole thing is that he needs to have de Winters at Manderley. I don't know. It'll (laughs) be
2: fine. (laughs) (laughs) Her
8: Give
7: to my nephew. It's okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think that's why he yeah. shot her because it was like, oh, you can't prove that this baby's not yours. Ha ha, sucker. And then he's and like, it's like hey, just you get must to... have
5: the winters at Manderley. Bang. But it's like he should have gotten, and that's that's why that reason makes sense in the reading of the book where it's mm-hmm. like he just likes our protagonist. Because she's like a young, fertile innocence. Mm-hmm. Like he does not care about her really as a person. Mm-hmm. He just wants someone he can kind of manipulate and like an doesn't air. have Rebecca's like yeah. spunk. Getting there, where it's like this guy and Lily James, like like a guy so obsessed with his family legacy. You're like, all right, if he has like a crazy sense of humor, maybe he shot a guy, <laughs> shot a lady, and <laughs> and now is married to this like. Nobody. (laughs) Fine. But the way they play this as like a straight up love story, you're like, it doesn't track. It's now this is the most important thing
2: is love. Okay. And I think the other problem with this, with the idea of making it like a well-matched love story where they both seem like very confident, beautiful people he would not marry a woman that confident like his whole goal yeah. with his second wife should be i need a woman who will never cheat on me i need a woman mm-hmm. that i can pop airs out of who will never so much as look at another man because she's too timid to do that and um lily Jane seems like pretty confident from the beginning i mean she's <laughs> not cheating with jack ravelle but like give it five more visits i don't know something <laughs> could happen
7: yeah, she, she, was <laughs> stra- she was not riding side strap. She was not riding side saddle. She was riding
6: astride
7: like a hoe.
6: <laughs> they they did make Lily James's version. Is of that what they teach you at prep school,
7: Karoma? That is not what they teach us at prep school. That's just me projecting onto the nineteen forties. I think that's when this was. It also was not clear when it was. Sometime after nineteen thirty five and before nineteen eighty.
5: <laughs> anyway, yeah,
7: sorry. No,
6: I was just gonna say it. They they did make Lily James's character stronger, but also they made her really weepy in ways that didn't feel like her. Her naivety from the book was never—it never felt like that. It felt more like her being insecure and more internal. And it would like she would have these flights of fancy that would never take her to like full on, almost being in tears at every single like conf- yeah. conflicted Lily scene. James like I was
8: like, I mean, I was to be fair, she did tears. not
2: have a boss in the book who was constantly screaming That's insults at her true. to a large group of women while she cried in the
8: bathroom. <laughs> she was always moaning. Away from tears. So that's what I was away away from saying from about
7: Mrs. Van Hopper because I kind of <laughs> yeah. liked Mrs. Van Hopper from the book and from I the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah
8: she was kind, kind of awful. awful. Yeah,
7: in a like normal way. Like everybody yeah. has an aunt that's kind of that.
5: You know, yes. it's like oh,
8: aunt she just a little too hard. She was
5: she was supposed to be a tacky American, yeah. and yeah. they didn't make her American either, which is like, and Dad can that's a slam dunk she could be a tacky American <laughs>
7: yeah I couldn't tell if she wasn't American or if she was doing a like mid-Atlantic accent I just like was like what's happening and her hair in it
2: was and to be honest I think this woman would be more popular than Mrs. Van Hopper in the book is she is a crazy monster <laughs> she
5: seems extremely interesting I would love to go to a party
7: yeah. this lady was hosting <laughs>
5: She seems honestly very fun. I mean, deeply she is
8: going to
2: throw, She's going to throw a drink in yes. somebody's face, and that's at every party. That's if it goes well.
7: I do she, love people throwing drinks in people's faces. I just
5: want to see it
2: happen. Um, And I feel like if I met this lady on vacation, she, she would make sure it happened, and probably the drink I, would be thrown at me. I, didn't I would accept feel,
5: that. I didn't feel like Lily James was, like, helpless enough. Which she mm-hmm. sort of needs to be mm-hmm. to need to leech her identity onto this guy, and then like the, because they were like, okay, let's make this a, a two handed love story. The character like they made every wrong choice because if if Mrs Van Hopper is that insane, this Lily James wouldn't work for her. No, like, mm-hmm. she's also no they made, they made her. her
6: clumsy. Like oh, they, yeah. they made a choice a rom-com star. like a rom com clumsy person (laughs) just like (laughs) dropping stuff the the beginning of the scene where you're supposed to that whole monologue where she's like i don't really know much i haven't seen the world and she like walks in front of a group photo i'm like yeah you're dumb for doing that but like you should know better than that
5: she's and she's like having conversations with maxim where it's like she's very outspoken and yeah I, I think
9: the part where I was like, oh, no, and it ever I knew it was going to be bad was when she was like, she talks about like some plant that she knows about. And it's like, oh, oh you yeah. know, a lot of things it's like, oh, I read a lot about it in books, but I've never seen the world. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> you just can said that out say, loud in a movie.
5: <laughs> can we also say... Get, being delivered a plate of bad cold ham and being too embarrassed to say anything is way funnier and more relatable than being banned from the terrace. Yes.
4: Yeah.
6: Or for accidentally yeah. ordering oysters in the morning. Like, Yo, I actually was really, I really like do that. that she accidentally ordered oysters for breakfast. I was like, I would I do that. that. Too. I would do
5: that did she, today. Did she order 12, 12 oysters. eggs though? No, no she, she
7: ordered, no oysters because she she ordered some oysters, a no, dozen. No, no.
5: Uh, Yeah, I just I thought I know she was trying to say some eggs, right? No, No. she she just was
7: repeating what the fancy lady had said with no context and no understanding of what the food was, which also is insane (laughs) to me because like I like to know what I'm putting in my body before I ask for it. So like, I don't know, I would order a food I knew about. And I would be a tacky American and be like, what does this mean?
5: (laughs) She also, she also just kind of, if she's insecure, just gotten the same thing that he got. Oh, no, I can absolutely see doing that because she wants to, she
2: wants to seem like she's a sophisticated person like him. And she only knows one order in French. And it's an order that she heard the lady at the next table
9: make Mm -hmm. yesterday. I (laughs) I definitely have done that in France because. (laughs) <laughs> like just being really embarrassed and like looking at what what's on the menu and then hearing something be like uh, le même chose si vous. Plaît.
7: <laughs> My least favorite thing is actually very minor, but it bothered me a lot is that the dog was not as cute as the 1940s <laughs> version dog. Like, I just didn't... I felt nothing for this Aww. dog. Oh, no, I, criticize
0: really? the dog! That was no,
7: that was I criticize the casting directors who cast that dog.
5: <laughs> there aren't that many dog guys in Hollywood, Karama.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I never need a dog for anything because they're going to hear this and they're just going to blacklist I don't me know. Like, I, no. I
5: think
9: there is really good dog casting. It, I... I forget what it was recently, but I was watching a movie with Jeremy and I was just like completely sincerely said that's a really good dog actor and I and he looked at me looked at and just started laughing and I didn't mean to I meant it it was a really good dog actor sometimes dogs do
7: a really good job yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I thought that Jasper in the 1940s Rebecca was killing it I loved yeah. that dog I cared a lot about that dog he was a cute dog and this dog was cute these dogs were very you know like aesthetically pleasing dogs they were good looking dogs but i was just kind of like you're a plot device and i don't care about you at all
6: yeah their acting was wasn't grounded whatsoever <laughs> it was a little over the top for me they're not their getting nominated for wife. any
7: dog oscars <laughs> that's
5: the dog oscars <laughs> okay okay
6: okay
5: neither neither movie did this and i understand because it might not like communicate well visually but a thing that i realized i missed about the book was something that I like feel like not many has not been portrayed to me in book or film or television, and yet it's a feeling I find very relatable. The feeling of like being in a big house, and now it's morning, and like being very bored, <laughs> and like you mm-hmm. can't do anything. She just like doesn't know where anything is, and her husband is gone, and Mrs. Danvers is taking care of anything, everything, and she's just like, well, what do I do now? Like, I like. That and I think that would be difficult to convey on screen, but would be good.
2: Does that bother mm-hmm. you? I love that. Um. No, but that
9: that
4: anxiety, <laughs> that like nervousness. Like, no, no, no. I'll, but you're I'll not you're okay. not in your
5: home. You're, you're not, not in your home. home. No, you are in fine. a, a, a stri- You're in some. It's like waking yeah, up before uh, before your friend had a sleepover. Yeah, I've never been bothered by country house weekends. I
8: find it a new trick place. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jennifer, that I'm sorry. is okay. the okay. best <laughs> thing you've
6: ever said.
8: <laughs> Country house
5: weekends. Plural? That's Country a thing that you
8: know? Country House
7: Weekends. Wow, I was about, wow. Jen, I was about to say, well, you know, I think that you're a little more comfortable around <laughs> immense wealth than some of us. But I think you took care of that.
6: Oh, my God. Country House Weekends. I love that Country magazine. I've been subscribing <laughs>
8: yeah. for years
6: now. It's just wow. There are going to be some
2: eggs up. Like, there will be a breakfast when everybody's ready, oh. like around 10. And well, what do you do for four weeks? And you could sketch Sure, you could go to the garden, you can have a nice little walk, <laughs> listen to some music. Oh my god, I'm upset. So with let's it. ask each other what
7: we <laughs> thought the best part of the movie was. <laughs> I can't
2: <laughs> take this
5: anymore. Oh
9: my god.
5: The, I want to have a country house weekend. What's a country nice. house weekend, too? I am
9: very available for country house weekends, yeah. Jennifer. I don't believe in their country house
0: so...
7: so I don't think people sure. should own more homes than they can live in at one time. Yeah, but
9: okay. That's I feel that. Me. Sure, totally, totally agree. <laughs> okay. But I am totally open to agree. invitations. But also, okay. also,
5: okay. also Any, anyone listening to this with a country house. I I am okay
9: with it. I I'm will totally be
5: comfortable and have a very nice time.
9: Yeah. And this I will
8: is,
2: bring you a, a basket of jams. Okay, I'll send works. you
9: a thank you card.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're you writing,
6: know, guys, we are writing Billionaire Son right now. Okay. This yeah, is I'm, the movie that Hammer will be
5: in. <laughs> bottles of homemade vanilla. I'm
8: homie so as fuck nice. right now.
5: If you invite me to your country home weekend, I'll bring you homemade vanilla with a card.
7: You <laughs> literally cannot stomach this country home weekend conversation anymore.
8: All right. I will say Cry. that my favorite
2: part of this movie was Rebecca's uh, weird beach shack. It seemed really fun. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she had some good times here. There were like a lot of empty champagne bottles scattered around. Interesting wee things. Um nice blankets, <laughs> like she had some weird paintings there that like clearly didn't fit in the main house. it's like a little fun place. I bet I bet she had good time there. I liked it. I liked the cottage core goblin core vibe of yeah. Rebecca's weird little beach shack. Mm-hmm.
7: Grandma,
5: what was your favorite thing? Grandma. I love oh, grandma great. Yeah, that was great. I great.
7: needed her in the movie. She mm-hmm. wasn't in 1940, but she was in 2020. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that they took away the sort of, it felt like an Alzheimer's moment in the book where it's like, where's Rebecca? Where's Rebecca? But in this, she's just like, no, you're not married to my grandson. That's silly. <laughs> it wasn't Rebecca's married to him. It's no, you definitely aren't. I don't know who you are. I don't know what this is. I just, it. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. That's not my grandson. You're not that bitch. And mm-hmm. I love that.
5: One quick thing I really like, my favorite thing is I liked a lot of the costumes. But one note that I have with the caveat is why did he wear that same mustard suit yes, multiple times? Because he's he's very rich. Do not wear the so same ugly, ugly suit. Mm-hmm. And also I imagine that this is a movie I would I mean it was directed by a man, but I would have hoped they realized that like women would like it and want it. And <laughs> Army Hammer is a really attractive man and like women might want to look at him. Why didn't we get, like, good shots of him in, like, well-cut suits and, like, a good tuxedo? He he looks magnificent in that tuxedo. He He looks very good in that tuxedo. That Vulture review
7: that we all read, they specifically called out the bile yellow suit. That's what they called it. You know
9: what it makes me think of with the the costuming that I would have loved is um, in Lovecraft Country, the, oh God, yes. uh, the Alexander Skarsgård looking guy that is actually mm-hmm. the girl, the way he dresses, mm-hmm.
8: that's yes. good.
9: That's for women um, and uh, gay men, you know, anyone who's attracted to men. But I will say my favorite part was the casting of all of the, uh, the downstairs, uh, the help. <laughs> Yeah. I loved Chris and Scott Thomas. I loved Firth. I loved um the, maid, the the her maid she was such good casting so and I she loved her cast, part, she and her I loved the downstairs has. party that she goes into the that's kind of titanic looking like party and yes. I'm like, that looks fun. <laughs> I wanted more of them and their drama.
7: I wanted Downton really Abbey
9: yeah, yes, I I yeah. just wanted downton Abbey.
7: <laughs> I kind of want most things that have like service people to be Downton Abbey where it's like wow these are fully rounded three-dimensional characters and I like care about Carson yeah (laughs) I care so
6: much Uh, my favorite part of this movie is is Kristen Scott Thomas yeah absolutely made this film for me anytime she was on screen I was just like oh my she's like a fox, first of all, and just smoldering the whole time, and so mm-hmm. scary, like so scary. I could, I can picture myself being like a, a person just like in this big house, and Mrs. Dan, if her, and, her, and if she starts walking towards me, I will be scared and mm-hmm. turned on at the same. <laughs> <time>.
2: yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, the part of this movie that I hated the most, because I did not get to see my least favorite part, is when Danvers kills herself
8: yes uh, mm-hmm. there is
2: nothing about her character that leads me to believe that she would ever do that uh she survived yeah. the loss of her lover slash daughter uh she she's not gonna jump off a cliff mm-hmm. because she couldn't drive the second mrs de winter to suicide after she just won she just burned down the house yeah good mm-hmm. for her go to france
5: yeah leave i like an, and like a tone of ambiguity where you almost i mean you know she burns down the house but like you don't know know it like The the book ends at like the perfect moment, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I hate Lily James uh, having to try to help her at the last minute. Yeah. First of all, I I don't think you should have any relationship with someone who tries to drag you to suicide. Um, I'm just going to lay that right out there. I think it is insane that you would talk to Dan at all, let alone try to pull her back from a cliff.
6: I'm going to go sand brand my partner right now with my letter, first letter of my name. So I'll be right back in a few hours, actually.
10: Hey, guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. It was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though.
5: All right, so let's get back into it. I need to shift the conversation before this goes on too long to the climax of the movie, this like courtroom inquest of, I will say a thing that I thought was very prescient about the book is how the system is designed to make the white, rich landowner as comfortable as possible throughout yeah. the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. thought that was very funny and like spot on and astute that at every turn, the magistrate and the coroner mm-hmm. was like, we are so sorry, Maxim. Mm-hmm. We don't mean to inconvenience you, Mr. De Winter. We just, this, we have to do it. Oh no, your wife was shot, but oh no, it's not like we would ever want to inconvenience you. And this, they're like... Nobody is above the law. Yeah. yeah, didn't dig that. Did not I was like, old. but that. I will say, I didn't think it was prescient
7: of the book. I think it was an accurate depiction of Always. Yes, so. sorry. <laughs> well,
5: well said. Well said.
7: But yeah, I did like the lawyer, just in terms of like liking a legal drama, and like all I do right now is watch Law and Order with my mom on Wii TV because they have all of the episodes every day except Monday know, when they God. show it on BBC America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's always Law & Order on, and that's what yeah. we watch. But I like the lawyer for that because he did feel kind of like a district attorney, Jack McCoy. But <laughs> I didn't like that in terms of that's literally not what would happen in this place, in this yeah. time, with this person, in this book that was
6: sourced for this. Like, did you read? Yeah, and the fact that they made it, like, paparazzi like the book is they they wanted it to be discreet for a reason it's because they were trying to protect <clears throat> Maxim and like for them to turn it into this whole like circus turn it into Chicago um <laughs> I, I was, like, not digging it whatsoever. It,
9: yeah, it yeah. it just felt like every step of it was a real misunderstanding of yeah. the book, which is so strange because there is a movie already that mostly, <laughs> like, they got it roughly, like, 70% of the way. Yeah. And I'm like, oh... The big oh, beats the,
5: of it, they nail.
9: Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh... The, the whole point of that back, back sequence is, like, the tension building and then it gets released and then there's a new tension and then it gets released and a new tension and released and you know it's going to end badly but you don't know how um and so it just feels like dread building on dread building on dread and they just like we're gonna be like this is ooh, now it's a k-
5: episode of law and order I'm like yeah. what's happening <laughs> like, it's really subtle and funny to me when uh when Favel and the poli- when Favel's at the house and like keeps demanding more drinks and he's really like uncouth and you can tell that even though he is right and the reader knows he's right, you're like, yeah, of course the police is, oh, it's going to be fully on Maxim's mm-hmm. side because yeah. this guy's just like. We're clearly, clearly an alcoholic. And
9: that scene <laughs> that they cut from this movie that was in the Hitchcock movie that I think was maybe my favorite scene in the book was when it's Favelle and De Winter, and Mrs. De Winter, and then the the cop comes, the magistrate comes over, Mm -hmm. and then Mrs. Danvers comes in, and Frank is there, and it just feels like, wow, that is such a fun scene to film, because it is such a, like, building, and there's so many people, and they're all just, there's, like, little furtive glances going back and forth, and it's just, like, that feels fun and cinematic. And they're just like, who nah. knows what, mm-hmm. who's going to reveal yeah. what.
7: Yeah. I also owe an apology to Alfred Hitchcock because I feel like I now appreciate the artistry of Rebecca yeah. 1940. Yeah. It yeah. was a much better movie than I gave it credit for last week. And I retract some of my statements. I won't I say which ones
5: you can guess. It's hard <laughs> to make a good Rebecca adaptation. I think we've learned and good job, Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Congratulations yeah. on your best Although picture, Oscar.
6: This this movie did a better job of what we had talked about that was missing from the Hitchcock film was just like the little hints of Rebecca in in the, yes. you know, the handkerchief and in the mm-hmm. in the hairbrush, like those little moments mm-hmm. where she's constantly haunted or she's. Just her presence is there, but she's not, like, running away in a red dress. Mm -hmm. But they, like, did both, which I thought was totally unnecessary. But they did do a better job of that. Just, like, how her ghost is there in the objects and, like, how the house is held.
9: And the handwriting was better.
6: Oh, my God, yes. 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 The handwriting was what I was after. Yes, 100%. Gorgeous. I will say,
5: after this movie, I Googled personalized stationery it made me want to get oh, stationery because wow. of the big r it was so pretty okay um, someone's I... on their way to country house weekend
7: oh my god
5: <laughs> <laughs> something. And, and we got sorry a glimpse of the flower room she ran through yeah. the flower room that's true yeah, yeah that's, that's fun. true yeah i really like something that i
7: think was in the book also because it was the r um But something I really like about the fact that Rebecca's personalized stationery and, like, her pillowcase and all this crap has an R and it's never a DW for DeWinter. And Mm. it's very much that, like, no man can own Rebecca. She is Mm -hmm. Rebecca. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. And I'm glad that nobody tried to make it an RDW at any point. They're like, no, it's an R. We're not going to have a dame named Rebecca, except in this version they did. But... You're going to see her in that pillowcase.
9: <laughs> it does yeah. make me really wish, though, that either I or my future husband had a last name with a D E at the front of it, because I think there's something very cool about an R D E lowercase W. And yeah. I would love like an M D E lowercase something. So cool. you can do I will. that. You, you can change do do your name. Yeah. Yeah. My name it could Melissa, be anything. Melissa DeHunter. De De, Melissa
5: DeHunter. <laughs> <laughs> You know Darcy Carden, the actress from The Good Place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her name didn't have. She added that apostrophe. Oh, yeah. Okay. I knew that. Oh yeah. Do, when she was like fifteen, you know how like every every child like changes their name to make it more interesting. Yeah. To Just added that. You can, Some of you us starting to do tea. that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Did you all like the part where she has that bad dream and she's walking in the hallway and she gets eaten by the flowers?
5: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> What do you think, TN?
6: What do you as a rule, think? I
5: don't like any dream sequence, almost.
6: <laughs> Me neither Yeah. yeah. Uh,
7: I will hand say hand. the best dream sequence in cinematic history is the opening scene from Bring It On. End of story. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not yeah.
5: taking yeah. any yeah. questions. Oh, I need yeah. to rewatch. No, you're right. that. Yeah. that is great. Yeah. I think it's a Torrance hold open
9: dream. I don't hate mm-hmm. that.
5: Yeah, a a goofy movie has a cold open dream. That's the (laughs) first and only example I can think of. These are the
8: films
6: that we
5: need to be covering.
6: I'm racking my brain for a cold open dream. I can't think of one right now.
5: Jennifer, I did want to make very clear. I want to say, even though as someone who would say you were ride or die for your husband if he murders, I will say this as someone who knows and loves Daniel. I think he's great. I am very, very glad you did not change your name and remain jennifer Wright, the initial <sighs> rebecca and are not jennifer um it's sorry. yeah it's was a that <laughs> uh
2: the only person who felt strongly about me changing it was my dad uh who really mm. thought that i should change it to my husband's name mm. that, but your uh, name is so like much God. better yeah. sorry daniel uh, i mean look we we all love daniel very very much But yeah, I I had written, I had my second book coming out by the time I was engaged. Like it just didn't really make sense for, I could never figure out how I was going to have this name that I, I published books under and I did all my writing under, but I also had a different name at home and like. What name would I give to people yeah. if I was out in public? And it just really honestly seemed easier to keep my own. I wasn't like a 21 year old woman getting married when I hadn't accomplished professional things yet. I had written a bunch of books under my name. No,
7: also, Alty No Shade. Uh, Kibblesmith <laughs> is a silly sounding name, it is a very it's, silly sounding it's, name. It's, it's,
2: a, it's a real choice. Uh, his parents and parents' part that they wanted to go down that road.
6: We should all add the de before our last <laughs>
8: names. De Kibble, I Smith. Like it. De de Kibble, Kibble Smith. Smith, De Kibble Smith, yeah. T.N. Tran,
6: De Donqua, yeah. De, <laughs> de Donqua,
5: <laughs> De Tran. So the ending. Oh, the ending. This is the thing. They turned it into a grand love adventure where actually Mandalay burning down was a blessing in disguise because they can travel the world together as young age-appropriate lovers. Mm.
2: Thoughts? <laughs>
5: And
7: also, they're in Cairo. Like, what was that? They're what supposed to be in Cleveland. <laughs> no. He would never. He would never
5: be in Cairo. Yeah. Maxim would not go to Cairo. What I really, Is Maxim it's too one? hot,
7: and there are yeah. too many brown people. <laughs> like. Yeah.
5: What I really
6: needed from that scene was like, if you know, if she was reading a book and he grabbed it out of her hands and was like, "You're seeing the world now," and like threw it across. Yes.
8: Yes. Oh, don't uh, like you, don't, you
6: don't need oh, to read. You don't need, you need to can read. Oh. We're here. And then she was like, Love is real.
7: What they need to do is go into a cafe or some, like, I don't know, something that's, like, Cairo-specific, that's culturally specific to where they are, <laughs> yes, and then so meet somebody else who is of the West and have it be Judy Greer, and then she becomes best friends with Lily <laughs> James, and I love that. <laughs> I love Judy Greer, and I want her to be in every movie. It was
5: so I mean, adding jarring... Judy Greer would always bring your movie up a few notches. Yeah, I agree.
6: Yeah. What a jarring way to end a movie that <laughs> so did not so lead jarring. to that at all. No. It
7: was it was odd. It was very odd and very uncomfortable. And I was like, wait, did I miss the
2: whole point? Yes. Apparently, the point is, if you're super loyal to your husband, and you definitely put up with the fact that he shot his last wife, and you play detective for him, then you get to live happily ever after on a beautiful, all-expense-paid vacation around
5: the world. The thing about the book, Rebecca, is the husband, Maxim gaslight, actively gaslights her the entire time <laughs> by not having a simple conversation yeah. and making her actively think for good reason that he is still tortured by the thought of and love for his first wife. He is a bad husband. And those that cannot be that plot is also not compatible with like and he's a Cairo adventure. lover. Yeah, it's a it's a.
9: Unhappy ending. It's intentionally mm-hmm. like this woman, like, yeah, is gaslit the whole time, and then she gets drawn in, and then she's quote unquote in love, but we're so far along in the with, and we understand who this man is and who she is that we know it's not real and that it's a trap and that it's bad. And now she's stuck with him forever. The other thing Slowly that really dying. bothered me about it was the choice of the narration in the beginning and the end mm-hmm. because it felt like such a cheat a but b if you're going to do it then just have narration the whole fucking time and because like then just let's be with her let's be with her and understand mm-hmm. her point of view instead of it being like so dear reader like my dear audience here's how the story ends like it just felt like a weird fairy tale ending so what you're saying mm-hmm. is
6: you wanted a flea bag Breaking of the fourth wall throughout the entire movie.
9: I would love that. <laughs> this was speaking to people yes. who I'm
7: wrote so this movie. Listen to this. Oh,
9: set no, aside I their pride not. for a second
7: and take all of our good no. suggestions, like putting Judy Greer in there <laughs> and breaking the fourth wall, and just redo the whole thing. Rebecca, twenty twenty two. You
2: know who I think would be a fun maxim, Nicholas Cage. Just see, oh my God. <laughs> just see <laughs> what happens.
6: <laughs> Wild choice. No, Rebecca twenty just throw in there. Colon. Let's see what happens. <laughs> the you know, Melissa, when you were quoting the very last line, I also love that this Mrs. DeWinter chose like we walked through fire. No, bitch, but you, no, you, you went through murder. Murder is the thing that you are working through. not <laughs>
9: was fire, a fire <laughs> that they literally did not you walk did through not they were not in it. the house it yeah, was on fire.
5: Through. The maids walked through fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her her active choice, as a, and I'm putting all this in quotes, as a strong female protagonist at the end, her frantic little drive to the doctors, totally pointless, because the second they open those yeah. folders, they know she has cancer. Yeah. If the movie really wanted to commit to that, it would be that she opened the things, saw that Rebecca was pregnant, and, like, destroys it. Yeah. It. yeah. yeah at least care. that is committing to this choice. This mm-hmm. is, like... Weird and passive, but that's like for well, a different book. They're for trying a different to movie. They're trying to make it but have
9: it both ways of like having it be, oh yes, he did murder her, but also we love them for it. Like it's just like, what? <laughs> are they good or bad? Like what are you trying to say? I have a
7: question. Yes. A logistical question. All right. So house burns down. Sad, sad cry cry. All the maids are out of work. What are they going to do? Set that aside for a second. Focus on the rich, hot protagonists. We don't care about them. They're
5: not people. (laughs)
7: Focus on the rich, hot protagonists. Mm -hmm. They have now gone to travel the world looking for a new permanent home together free from the specter of Rebecca. Okay, don't agree with that life choice, but understand it in the context of the film. But where is Mr. DeWinter getting his money? Because my understanding was that he had generational wealth that was invested in the house and the estate and mm. that all of the money came from, like, in Downton Abbey, how they have the estate and there are people that rent and there are farms and mm. things like that. Like, that's my
5: understanding of estates based on Downton Abbey. how they travel into Cairo? where they get Cairo money? I will say, based on my limited historical research or knowledge, Actually, those houses are often very, very expensive in upkeep. Oh, that's and why were, they all have to be public now. Yeah. Mm. And so that's, like, why they tore it. So actually, if you have generational wealth, mm-hmm. it's and you want to keep your generational wealth, those houses hemorrhage money,
0: where, mm-hmm. like, actually it is
5: smarter to, like, burn it down or sell so it or get it, rid of it yeah. and just have the money. So she did them a favor, did them favor because favor. starting it, It's like insurance. insurance. It's yeah. insurance I was going to say, did yeah. they
7: get insurance money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone arsoned it. Yeah, Not them. Yeah.
2: They weren't even there. Yeah, they got a great move... alibi for them not doing the arson.
7: Yeah, they didn't walk through fire, so, yeah. you know. And then they're going to yeah, move no, to Cleveland. Beautiful. Financially,
5: <laughs> it's a great decision for them. Those houses are huge money sucks and, and actually like a drain on wealthy families' income. Um, yeah. Yeah, and now they're going to, I guess, be in Cairo, even though the, the whole point of Maxim de Winter, sorry, I'm ranting again, is that he is a boring bad guy who was provoked to murder his Mm -hmm. wife and he is boring and wants a wife who will not challenge him in any way. And now good for you. Second, Mrs. De Winter, you get to read to him in a beige hotel room. Uh, Yeah. 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 It's (sighs) like a no exit sort of ending
2: yeah yeah rebecca was literally killed and now the second mrs De winter is slowly dying for, for you mm-hmm. know the foreseeable future with her dull dull husband and adult, who
6: adult. doesn't re- who doesn't love her
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> you are either literally or metaphorically <sighs> murdered, murdered by, by the patrick yeah. yes <laughs> well i like beatrice I- she was, oh,
11: great. She she was great. great i will
7: say she lost a little bit of her bite from the book and from mm-hmm. the first movie but she was the only woman helping woman that made sense to me. Yeah, she was great. Where she was like, let's just get you in a new dress. You're going to go back down there. You are not going to let somebody trick you into leaving your own party mm-hmm. that you planned. You're a big girl, so put on your big yeah. girl nightgown and go downstairs. Hey. Yeah, I <laughs> like Where are you? the worst nightgown. It's
8: be nightgown put it, you in the it, ugliest fucking thing we've
7: ever seen
5: <laughs> <laughs> and it was a costume upstairs.
7: party so I think that they were like it's it's ugly costume she's ugly for her <laughs> costume
9: <laughs> it did feel very um, very like girls in a bathroom you mm-hmm. know like one of mm-hmm. them is crying and it's like alright let's get that eyeliner fixed and then you're just gonna mm-hmm. go out and fuck your ex-boyfriend who cares that <laughs> who, who's, who he's with today yeah. you know
7: yeah, forget about Steve. Steve can go to hell. Oh. He can have a great time with Meredith. And you're going to have a great time with me. I just picked names no, out of a hat. I don't personal. know who Steve and Meredith are. I just like-
2: no, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love the immediate support network of drunk women. Yes, know, yeah, the best. Yeah. And
7: I, because we spent that. a lot of time ragging on the women supporting women of this film, and it's because it felt inauthentic and out of place, not because of that idea is something we are against. Yeah, like, yeah I no. just, I think that that was the one instance where I like it God. almost worked. We, we support all we support
6: a women supporting women montage if it's earned. Otherwise, get it out of our movie. Yeah. Um,
2: well, you don't have any friends with every single other woman you meet. I, that's really you know, true you have that stuff in common <laughs> and shared experiences and also, like usually they don't try to drive to suicide and then you've also, got to be their
5: friend so yeah if they're cold imposing monstrous bitches to you you don't have to have a fun party montage I <laughs> no, it's crazy that that
9: happens yeah a part of feminism is not having have, being forced to like every woman Yes. Yeah.
7: No. Yes. I, I and I think she should have stuck to her guns with firing Mrs. Danvers. She should have yeah. been like, you know what? It's very nice that you have this remorse now. Uh, take that to your new job.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I Honestly, it's can... an easy firing too. Of uh, like, I, I just have my own people. Like, I have people I have a relationship with, and I really think that they're going to be able to run the house the way I see it being run.
5: I'm so mad that they had her try to fire Mrs. Danvers because the whole point is that she's mm-hmm. too insecure. To exactly. A, yeah. A know how to run uh, this massive estate, which is huge, and then to know, like, oh, maybe all, like, house masters are like this. Like, you know, maybe I'm just being too sensitive. Like, she's a little insecure yeah. mouse.
7: Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. She is not would has- never.
5: She is, no, <laughs> I mean, she I- is not hashtag girl boss. She doesn't. But, no. Yes, Grandma. But she's never seen Downton Abbey, so she doesn't know. You, We don't know what year this takes place, so we actually do not know if she's <laughs>
7: never seen Downton Abbey. I think it would be great if there was
8: a
2: reveal at the end where they were like, here we are in 2004, we'll just pick up our cell phone.
7: <laughs> I mean, okay. and I'm not saying that you have to hit us over the head with what year it was. I do know that they did have the invitation... Mm-hmm for the mask ball from Rebecca in 1935. So I think that was supposed to ground us, but also just kind of, it felt maybe because I don't know enough about fashion and what clothes would have been in style in a specific year, uh, including this one. Cause I'm bad at fashion, but uh,
5: 1938 was the year of the mustard suit. <laughs> <laughs> but like,
7: I kind of wanted to know yeah. when it Some was Some of Mrs.
6: De Winter's or second mrs de winter's outfits i was like oh i just saw that on and other stories like that's a- <laughs> 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 I saw that high-waisted pant and blouse i know that look
5: <laughs> i know she i would wear a lot, lot, lot more pants. pants than i yeah.
6: thought she would but yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: she's supposed to wear only ugly yeah. skirts she's not yeah, yeah.
7: Both literally and metaphorically, she wore a lot of pants that we were yes. not expecting.
2: Mm. Look, I think if they did the inevitable story from Rebecca's perspective, that I'm frankly surprised doesn't already exist. Lily James would have been a great person to play Rebecca. She could have worn lots of pants and ridden around on horses and uh, a stride. had a lot of girl power montages with Mrs. Danvers.
5: Jennifer, I feel like you have your next book.
2: Oh, um, oh. I mean, wow. Um, I'm shocked somebody hasn't done that.
5: You know who could. I think would be a great Rebecca and Rebecca
9: is Rebecca Hall. Oh, she'd be terrific. Oh. She'd be perfect. Rebecca yeah. is Rebecca. Because she, she's,
6: she's tall. very tall.
8: I'm she's yeah.
9: up. got that like, that person up. who the
6: yeah, hell yeah, is yeah. Rebecca
8: Hall?
5: Up. You know um, her. She's. um.
7: Explain her to me. <laughs>
5: Um, I know her because in the movie Starter for Ten, she plays the first Jewish British girl I saw in a movie when I was a kid. Yeah, she was uh, in Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm getting, getting closer. Love um, love she sounds lovely. You think she would good? Oh, be a good she's Rebecca. A tall, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Pretty. Oh, she's in a
9: good Rebecca. Prestige. She's very confident. Oh, she's got yes. Like a sort I know of the prestige. That one, I know. It. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in that. Okay.
7: okay, I got her. Okay, um, and she's British. Something. Something I wrote down when I watched the movie is that uh, Maxim was like, oh, you wanted to see the world. So come with me to Manderley. And I'm like, that's literally just your fucking house. (laughs) That is the craziest, most straight white man thing I've ever heard anyone say. You wanted to see the world? Come to my house. Like, can you imagine getting that text at two in the morning from a dude named like Chad? Just like, hey, I know you said you wanted to see the world. I got a place for you to start. Well, you know, drop yeah. a pin. That did it but for me. But that's
9: true. But
5: do that. Some so, real <laughs> Beauty and the
2: Beast stuff. Yeah. Mm hmm.
5: It's, yeah. Yuck. Well, I will say, I thought he did a pretty good British accent. It sounded to I was big. not
7: bothered by his British accent, yeah. it seemed yeah. fairly yeah. inoffensive to me. Good job, Army I forgot he wasn't yeah. British.
6: Oh, I, I yeah, I guess I did too. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, good job, Army well Hammer. Done. Good, good well done, done, Army
2: Hammer. You,
7: you're doing your best. Jen, you're making a face that it wasn't a good British accent, but here's what I want to say. Counterpoint, Peter Dinklage in all of Game of Thrones. Like, there are some middling British accents and Army Hammers was like, not great. He didn't. I didn't think he was British. I wasn't like, oh yes, British actor Army Hammer. But when he was talking, I wasn't like, yo, that's an
2: American. See, I <laughs> also. What want to forgive it. I want to see in a fantasy show is like a rich
6: Boston <laughs> accent. <laughs>
8: Wait, Melinda. I there's yeah.
5: fucking dragons <laughs> over here.
9: <laughs>
6: what were you gonna say?
9: I, well, I was going to say, I forgive a f- just fine uh, British accent from an American because we are constantly bombarded by British actors who went to fucking RADA, who are like, I know how to do a southern accent. No problem. And everyone's like, oh, wow, this wonderful British woman can do a, a accent from Georgia. It's perfect. and That's never You're perfect. Right. It is hard to do accents. And they're like, "How dare you touch the RP?" When they, when Americans try to do it,
7: like he was we can fine. Do it. it's he fine. did okay. Yeah, he did enough to like make make it not
2: a problem. In it the movie. was the least offensive thing <laughs> of this very <laughs> offensive movie. <laughs>
5: Uh, again, thank you for listening to Popcorn Book Club from Dana de Schwartz, Karama de Dankwa, Tien Tian Tran, Jennifer de Wright, and Melissa de Hunter. That was a Goodbye. good sign up. I'm Dana Schwartz, and you can find me on Twitter at Dana Schwartz with three Z's. You can follow Jennifer Wright at Jen Ashley Wright. Karama Dankwa is at Karama Drama. Melissa Hunter is at Melissa FTW. And Tian Tran is smart enough to have gotten off Twitter, but she is on Insta at Hank Tina. Our executive producer is Christopher Hesiotis and we're produced and edited by Mike Johns. Special thanks to David Wasserman. Next week, we are going back to Lovecraft Country. We'll get some more screen time to talk about the second half of the season of HBO's adaptation. Popcorn Book Club is a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more.
2: I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
3: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
4: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica